0: This is an exclusive presentation of WoWO 1190 AM and 107.5 FM, Unholstered. Hey, we are back. Welcome on in here to Unholstered. I am just one of your hosts. My name is Kayla Blakesley. You know I represent the local media side here on Unholstered, and I'm
1: sitting alongside my co-host who represents the Fort Wayne Police Department side. Good morning, everyone. My name is Captain Sophia rosales Catina, and welcome to the show on Holstered. This show is all about the local media, which is me, teaming up with local law enforcement, which is obviously
0: Sophia, to share and tell all of the stories that don't often get told when it comes to law enforcement. And we don't always just talk about local and regional issues. Um, We talk about everything under the sun. We always say no topic is off-limits. We've talked about the border. We've talked about fentanyl. We've talked about shooting sprees in other states and so on and so forth. So you get the idea. But something that I did not know about Sophia and I'll be honest um, I learned about this from following you on social media and if I didn't follow you on social media I might not have been made aware of this but earlier this week was National Policewoman Day and I did not know that was even a thing so forgive me I didn't even make any kind of you know disclaimer to you or shout out to you but he- here is my sh- my public shout out to you thank you for for your contributions to the Fort Wayne Police Department we are truly truly so lucky to have you here i I know you've spent some time as a pio uh, as a negotiator uh you're obviously now a captain with the fort wayne police department um your contributions are just not lost on me it's a job that i definitely would not do so truly a big shout out to you a big thank you to you and all of your fellow female
1: colleagues yeah it's okay most people didn't know it and sometimes like these dates kind of keep up creep up on me and i get caught off i'm like oh my gosh that's today yeah um can you kind of tell us what it's all about Yeah. So basically, it's just a day of the year that we recognize the contributions that women officers make throughout this country. Uh, There's female and male policing, while we're all officers, um, is backed up by research. It's very different. Women and men police very differently. One is not better than the other. They're just different. Um, And we each have our strengths and weaknesses. uh, But when we blend them together, we really make a big impact, a bigger impact than if we were trying to do it separately. So um, I think it's just recognizing the contributions that women have made over the course of the years. Um, and we see it, you know, right now there's an officer struggling for her life. Um, yes. And she, she's you know, been fighting. She has been. And, you know, the, the, these contributions are made every day by women around this country um, in the role of a police officer or a sheriff's deputy or border patrol or any kind of law enforcement capacity. And it's just taking a day out to celebrate them and all that they do.
0: When did this start? I mean, how long has National Police Woman Day been a thing?
1: I've only known about it uh, for a few years. So I think it's just been recently that it's mm-hmm. kind of occurred. But I could be wrong. Um, but I guess I just noticed. And you notice these things more when social media is pre- prevalent because yeah, you just yeah. see them more. Now it may have been gone, been going on this whole 28 years I've been here, but I didn't know about it if it, if it was. Well, let's
0: talk about women in policing in general because you just said it, uh, the way that males police versus Females police is different. You know, I guess give us your spiel. I mean, how how is it for the ladies different from the guys?
1: Well, I think traditionally uh, women now, now, not always, but we're talking about, you know, statistically women are better communicators than men. So women rely more on their voice and their words. Men rely more on their brawn mm-hmm. uh, for the mm-hmm. most part. Doesn't mean that they can't. Fluctuate that women can't, you know, be physical or that men can't communicate. That doesn't mean that at all. But statistically speaking, women are better communicators when it comes to talking and being um, empathetic and being compassionate and those kinds of things. Now, it's over the course of the years, women learn to be a little more forceful as a police officer. Those kinds of things, and you have to—you really have to make that distinction of okay, when does the talking need to stop, and when do I need to go hands-on? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for some people, that's very difficult, men and women. Um, but traditionally, you know, it's it when you marry the two together, and you have like a say a partner car or two people in separate cars that show up to the same run—one's a female, one's a male. A lot of times you're going to have a really good dynamic. Yeah. Is
0: that the ideal situation, I would assume? Uh, you
1: know, depending on the run, it yeah. could be, um, you know, and it just there's, you know, studies show that women um, make better investigators on sexual crimes. Mm-hmm. Um it doesn't mean that men can't do it. So don't take that that way. It's just that there's better results if women are the lead investigators or women are the initial investigators. This
0: explains a lot why you were the public information officer at one time.
1: <laughs> you were a negotiator at one time yeah. as well. Yeah. So and they're, just, they're just, like I said, they're not one's not better than the other and they all have their just place. Different. They're just different.
0: What would you say to someone? I'm dying to ask you this question because I knew we were going to talk about this today because yeah. there are people out there. Who still believe, who still think that women should not be in law enforcement? There are people who think that women should not be in the military, you know, so on and so forth. What would
1: you say to that person? Um, Sorry for your luck, but we're here. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I just don't buy into those kinds of things. I think we all have something to give to whatever field we choose to be in. Mm -hmm. Um, Different lines of thinking are not bad. Um, Will they always work? No. But we've got to be willing to, to make a step forward instead of always working laterally. You know, sometimes we get into these things, this is how we've always done things, so we're never willing to try something new. Um, they, Back in the day, before they even put their first female officer on, someone had forward thinking to think, we probably need a female here. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of opened the door. And I believe the first female officer in the nation was in Indianapolis. Um, I believe she was the first female that historically we know of that was that was officially commissioned.
0: You know, we've been doing this show for over a year now. Yes. Go us. Um, And and even just kind of looking back at all the guests that we've had, which you do a great job of booking guests and bringing them into the show. But there haven't been nearly as many female officers as there has been the fellas. So when it comes to Fort Wayne, uh, forgive me, I don't know. I mean, how are we doing with women in policing?
1: Well, we struggle just like everyone else does. The national average is about 12% of a department. Oh, um, wow. We're at we're at 11.6 right now. So you're kind of right in line So we're there. right in line. Um, the department did enter into a program called 30 by 30. Um, I saw this program. I thought it was good um, as, as part of my job is heading up the recruiting as well. So I thought this would be a really good kind of piggyback onto that. So what 30 by 30 is is, there's a group of researchers, um, and I believe they're the University of Alabama, out of that, um, who started doing research on women in policing right around the time, just after Ferguson, but before um, Floyd, so um, George Floyd. So they started their research, then they came up with this, all, all this scientifically backed research about women in policing, and... But they also notice that there's also a shortage of women in policing. So the national average is twelve percent. They want to have thirty percent female officers on departments by twenty thirty.
0: Wow. So
1: that's a huge leap. That's double what we have in right now what we're eight years. So that's a that's a big step. I don't think it's a bad step. Um, Do you think it's achievable? That's a different question. Right now we're struggling. Not too bad, but, you know, we're struggling just for officers, male or female. Yeah. Um, But there's value in diversity of classes. But we also have to have, in order to uh, gain a diversity, we actually have to have people of diverse backgrounds putting applications in to go through the process. Mm -hmm. Um, If we don't have the applications, there's no way we're going to be diversified. So we are really trying to branch out and hit various festivals, various um, organizations or kind of uh, meetings maybe that go on that focus on minorities that focus on women um, that focus on different things but I think the real struggle here at least the way I see it is that this is a job that most women don't even consider no yeah as a career um, it's most unless why is you... that?
0: why do you think that is?
1: I I guess it's so male dominated and unless you have someone in your family or a close family friend that you even know, there's no one to sit here and talk to you about those things. Um, And we all know that in order for us to see ourselves in kind of an occupation, we have to see someone that looks like us. Mm -hmm. So it's very important to me that I'm very out in public, publicly seen as an officer, that the females are publicly seen so other little girls and other maybe high school girls or even college girls are looking at us and think, you know what? I could do that. Mm -hmm. Or I can, I see myself there. Um, And that's why it's so important for me that, that our females kind of take a lead in, in just being out in public just so people see them so they can even spark that. Oh, I didn't even know women did that. Mm -hmm. I get a lot of, you know, when I'm driving around or I go to different events or, you know, we're doing coat drives or something, dropping off coats at schools or something. I get a lot of, Oh, it's a girl police.
0: Yeah. It, you know, I mean, the more I'm sitting here thinking about it, I mean, it is rare. It is actually rare to come across a female police
1: officer. We have 58 females on the department right now, currently. I just and did that's the count just yesterday. Just under 12%, then. Just 11.6%. Um, so out of 408, 79 officers, we have 58. So it's, I, I want that number to be higher. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a lot of them are in in investigative divisions and those kinds of things. And we have a lot on the street and SRO, and they're just all over the place. Um, But yeah, I think it can be higher, and I think it should be higher.
0: What are the qualifications to be a police officer? And are they the same for males as they are for females?
1: They are the same across the board. We do not differentiate between the two. Um, Where we see females drop off is probably mostly in the physical uh, portion of the application process. Um, in the, the two things that the women get hemmed up on are the push ups and the vertical jump. Mm. Um,
0: how many push ups do you have to I believe
1: it's 25? Okay, um, without. I'm assuming you have to have, like, good form resting. and, yes, you know, there's not, proper not like no, push No, we have a counter. <laughs> um, you have to make the mark each time your chest has to hit the counter mm. uh, to count. So you have to go down far enough and come up far enough. And, you know, and traditionally females struggle in that upper body strength. Yeah. So that's something they really have to work on. So what we're going to focus on moving forward is maybe um, having, like, a, um, a woman's day where they can come in and we can show them, hey, this is how you train to do a proper push-up. Because if no one really teaches you yeah. – you don't really know. You're kind of just doing. I'm like, yeah, that looks good. But then when you get to the test, like, oh, you're not going down remember, far enough. I mean, I'm sure we've
0: all had this moment in gym class where it's like, okay, ladies, you can do your push-ups on your knees. Yes. Gentlemen, you know, you do
1: it like this. You know, which isn't a bad thing if you can't do right. them properly, right? right? So we have to transition up. Yeah. And I've been learning a lot of modifications because I have a hurt shoulder right now. So I'm at the gym and I'm re- I'm struggling with the push-ups because it really bothers my shoulder and I just can't do them. So they have me modifying against the wall. Sometimes I'll do them on my knees. Um, just to take that pressure off my right shoulder, but, um, but it's doable and you can build yourself up and, but there, ha- but someone has to show you. So that's mm-hmm. what we want to do. That's, that's ideally that's what we want to do. We got set back with COVID on a lot of, of things, yep, yep. Uh, you know, and now we're just trying to catch up. Um, so we'd like to have a day cause there's, there are just different struggles for, and this is women in general and in, in the workforce, what do you do when you have kids? I mean, mm-hmm. pregnant on the force you know, how do you nurse the baby? Where do you nurse the baby? You know, these are all things that have to be taken into consideration. And, you know, how do you get back to work? How do you get back in shape to get the gun belt back on, your uniform back on after having a baby? Because you only have so many weeks to do that. While you're caring for a baby, you got to be working out to get back in shape. Yeah, I never shape.
0: thought about that either, being pregnant on the force. Yeah. I never thought about that. So,
1: you know, at what point, and I've had a lot of people ask me, what point do you stop working the street? Yeah. Well, that's up and up to the individual, you know, and, and your doctor. So, you know, we're, we have light duty status that you can go on immediately if you want to, or you can work the street as long as you want to. Um, that's healthy and safe because um, overall we just want everyone to be safe. So there's just a lot of things that that hmm. and it's not like we're doing work behind a desk. So you know, to be in shape and get that gun belt on, you know, after having a baby is a struggle for some. Yeah. You know, so we need to have make sure that we have you know adequate people helping with that if they need that. Um, just having a really good support system because. I will say it, and, I, and this is not a knock on guys, but everything falls to the woman yeah. in, a, in a household. And it just doesn't. And the guys can help and they can do all that. But women feel the pressure mm-hmm. to do it themselves. Yep. And well, that's right or wrong. And, that's, that's just I, the way it is. and I did yeah. the same thing, yep. you know, with the kids. I'm like, no, it's my job. Mm-hmm. This is my job. And so you're struggling to to blend everything together. And sometimes it's really, really hard. And this is shift work, and this is holiday work, and this is overtime work, and gosh, it's really hard. So we just to answer those questions for those females that they have that about what's the family life like and what it – and to be honest about balance, it. Yes, yeah. and to be honest about it is, is I think, important to getting women here.
0: I was thinking about like worst case scenario, you know, just like breastfeeding, like, oh, hang on, criminal (laughs) time out. I
1: need to. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And, you know, and then the department's responsible for providing a place for that. That's private. That isn't a bathroom that, you know, there's us. We have now a a nursing station that we can use if the female decides. Um, so we really want to work with with these kinds of things. And and it's important that people feel supported and, and no matter where they're working in, in these kinds of things. And officers are no different. Yeah,
0: no, they're not. It, it, but it goes back to what I always say about about you guys when I'm, I'm yeah. you know, referring to police officers. I always say that a lot of times we just unfortunately we, we take you for granted. We think you are not human, that yeah. you're not like the rest of us. And but you're really putting it definitely into perspective for me. I mean, I just had a baby. Two years ago, yeah, and all of those challenges. I know the challenges that I had with the shift I work. I mean, I get up at two thirty, three o'clock in the morning to be to work, and I do a four-hour radio program. You can't just run down the hall to, to yeah. bust out the breast pump. It just doesn't work like that. Right. So, you know, you're kind of speaking my language, and unfortunately, again, forgive me. Never even thought about it. Yeah, you know, and then you, got, you know, you
1: got the. Your bulletproof vest, you got to take that off, and you probably got a sports bra on. You know, it's just a lot of layers. You know, it takes time, and then it's just time off the street. So some people may get upset because you're taking the time, but you know, it's something we have to do because if it was your wife, would you want it, or your girlfriend, or whatever, would you want that?
0: Absolutely. You know, available to them. The Fort Wayne Police Department has then joined this 30 by 30 program, right?
1: Yes. Yes. And there's about 211 departments around the nation that have signed on. So there's Zoom calls that we have meetings and we talk about different things. They sent us. A survey for our female officers about promotions, and um, you know, they say that uh, this program also said that only about three percent of women are um, represented in command structures of departments. Huh. So that's even wow. way less. And I will say that we're we're way below that because I think I'm the only female in the upper command uh, currently. Really? Yeah. And there, and, you know, and there's a lot of things that come into play. With that, um, especially with with females, because uh, we're such a small minority anyway. You know, you're twelve percent. But on top of that, when I was in my younger years, there were a lot of people here, like you said, that didn't believe women yeah. belonged here. Yeah, and we still probably have a few that probably would never say that to my face, but I'm What's sure so they kind? think, I, it.
0: think <laughs> it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they think it, and um, which is unfortunate, uh, but. It's, Especially if they met you, I put my money on Sophia and uh, me. Day. <laughs> dress them down with a space. That's right. That's right. But um, you know, it's it's a struggle in the upper command because you know you have to promote to the base level sergeant to even be considered to, to go above that. And and females here have a tendency not to try promotion. Why is that? Why do you think? Um, As I read the surveys, you know, there's a lot of things, you know, it's family, it's different uh, responsibilities. I'm fine where I'm at at now because I I like what I'm doing. Um, A lot of people like their schedules and they don't want that disrupted because it works for their family. Mm -hmm. So a lot of women here give up those things because of family situations. Um, And sometimes guys don't think about that as much as the women do. Yeah um it's just kind of a fact and then there's other ones that have felt um discouraged from promoting mm-hmm. um some that have felt people have told them uh you don't want to do that this looks more like something you should do and yeah, drive yeah. them to that so there's different things in this survey that that brought out which was interesting um as i read the results um for it cuz and then the like i said the university of alabama did did that survey for all of the departments in it Um, And then we just had our six-month mark where we had to send information back, like, hey, they have markers for you. So do you have a nursing station? Do you have, you know, policies regarding, you know, nursing mothers? Do you have um, what's your sick leave policy? There's a lot of things here, what's your, you know, parental leave policies and things like that. So they have a lot of things in motion to kind of see where everyone's at. And then you have to meet markers, or not have to, but say – for instance, this is something we're working on. We didn't know we needed it. Mm-hmm. But now that we know, let's let's try and look at and see if we can work on that. How so. long
0: has the FWPD been a part of the 30 by 30 program? I
1: just did the six-month marker. Oh, so that is, oh, so, so we're only... right about seven months now. Oh, wow. So not that long not at all. Not that long. No. So it's But it's it's been interesting. I mean, there's a lot of people. And, you know, we get ideas and everybody has different ideas of go- what's going on. And that's – so you kind of – I've kind of blended those – a lot of these like meetings that they had for this like Women's Day to come in and show them different things, and this and I ideally I want this all to be led by females on the department. Sure, yeah. Um, but you know we may have to bring a guy in because we just don't have a female in that capacity of capacity of what we're talking about. So, you know. We'll figure it out, and we'll probably get something going, hopefully, here in the in the late fall. So is this a federal thing? I mean, is there federal funding that's attached to it or grants or something like that? I, I think the research money is coming from the university okay, gotcha. on this. Um, but, you know, it's, it's forward-thinking stuff, and it's just, there, you know, as more women come into the workplace... Everyone needs to be thinking about these kinds of things, oh. not just us.
0: It is forward thinking. And I love that the Fort Wayne Police Department is a part of it, because yeah. as you're sitting here talking, I work in a predominantly male driven business. Right. You so know, you this. know, yeah. yeah, you come into the studio all the time. <laughs> I guys. think I'm maybe one of three females in this whole building. Right. Um, very predominantly male driven. And. And you're right. And it's not that anything's bad or right or wrong. It is just different. I mean, like you just said, childbirth, uh, being pregnant and postpartum, that's all just very different things that women have to deal with that that men don't. But how great
1: that our Fort Wayne Police Department is at least acknowledging that. I, I, you know, I think. But again, you know, if had I not come up to the position that I'm in, would we even have seen the 30 by 30 program? Because I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I see different things. I have people send things to me because I am and a female, female in leadership. Yeah. And I think that's actually how I found this was a retired female officer had sent that or at least posted it. And I'm like, oh, I took a look at that. I'm like, oh, well, let me look into more of this. And then I approached the chief about it. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. Um, so, you know, he lets me run with, with any, almost anything I want. <laughs> but, you know, in doing this, you know, um, there's So there's research behind females in policing. It says, you know, females use less force and less excessive force. It's documented. Um, they're named in fewer complaints. They're perceived as being more honest and compassionate than male officers. Hmm. Um, and then they make fewer discretionary arrests. Um, and they see, like I said before, they see better outcomes of sexual assault cases and, and um, victims of crime. So um, there's research behind female policing. Um, and it, it's good. Um, and, but, you know, I, and I don't want anyone to think that, that the standards are different for females coming on because they're just not, everyone is held to the same standard of physicalness, um, in the academy, you have to perform just as well as your male counterparts. And sometimes the females perform better, um, yeah. even the instructors at the academy say, so, you know, it's all dependent on the person that's going through.
0: If someone's listening right now, particularly a, a lady, yes. you <laughs> know, and she's like, this might be for me. I love hearing all this. Um, how can she... Get involved, be involved, learn more, that kind of thing.
1: Um, well, I would first have you text join FWPD to two six zero two three three nine eight five zero, and if you when you text in, you'll get in touch with a recruiter and let them know you're a female. We have female recruiters. If you have those questions you want to talk to a female about, yeah. you want realness and honesty about this job. Ask for one of them. Ask for a female recruiter, and we'll we'll get you we'll get you hooked up with one. Um, we have a um, we have females that serve in the military and the police department, so we have a, a wide range of females on the department and a variety of different situations at home. Um, and you know we have. You know, LGBTQ and, you know, we just have a lot of things on our department. So I would encourage anybody to reach out to that number if you're considering policing, you know, even if it's just, oh, you know what? I just thought of it listening to your show. I just thought this might be a career for me. If you have any questions at all, we'll be happy to sit down and talk with you.
0: Is there an age restriction? Like I know there is for like firefighters. Is that the same for police officers? You have
1: to be 21 and under the age of 40, okay. unless you're retired from the military at a, at 20 years, then you have till age 40 in six months. Hmm. Okay. So I they give you a little that. extra on the backside. So
0: how? I mean, did you do something to like celebrate National Women
1: <laughs> Police Officer Day, or I just made a nice post and I posted all the pictures that i had that i may have not have ever posted before um, and you know it was just nice i will always like to see those pictures because i i just you know the, being around guys all the time is sometimes a little <laughs> a little much you yeah, know yeah. they're guys yep. so i really celebrate women on this department and you know honestly i just want to be as good of a female officer And role model, and someone that people say, "Hey, look, she looks like me. I can do that too." And I want them to maybe go somewhere they hadn't even thought of going, and just do something different. Mm -hmm. And this this job has been rewarding, challenging. Um, It's been heartbreaking. It's been uh, joyful. It's been everything. If you want emotion in your work, mm-hmm. this is a job for you. And if you can communicate in the slightest with people, you, you have good energy, then this job is for you.
0: You know, it's so funny you're talking about working with males in a male-dominated business, <laughs> and you and, know it. laugh, you yeah, laugh. I look do. At me, I'm sitting like, here just chuckling to myself because um, <laughs> so my, my, my birthday was on Wednesday this week, and um, we had our 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 head of operations. He actually works out of South Bend, Indiana, and he he came down, and we we had a golf outing, so we were playing golf. And he said to me, you know, happy birthday. Did, did the guys do anything for you? Did they bring in a cake or anything? And I said, his name's James. I said, James, no, I work with a bunch of men. I don't expect a cake. I don't expect streamers. I don't expect a card. I was like, half of them didn't even know it was my birthday until a, <laughs> a guest on my radio program that I host wished me a happy birthday. And they're like, oh, hey, it's your birthday? And he's like, well, that makes me sad. I'm like, no, that's just the reality of working with men. And that's okay. Yeah. It, it, it is. I'm, I'm 100%. I love my job. I love working with all of my coworkers but that's just the reality that's the difference between men and women on on my coworkers' birthdays I try to make cupcakes or you know brownies do the same thing Yeah, I try a to do something gift. yeah I do a little something <laughs> um but I, I truly don't have that expectation of them if that makes sense I don't
1: know if that's fair I don't know if that's right or wrong but I don't I don't either and it doesn't bother me no but I will say this my boss thank you WT Mitch McKinney um, um yeah Mrs. always Craig. he always remembers yeah. my birthday and he always gets me a gift and to my man, I know, right, that. this year it was a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle. Well, also, oh, <laughs> bourbon. Okay. he spoiled yeah. you. Oh, he really spoiled me. Um, so you know. It can happen. Yeah. It doesn't happen often. But, you know, when they find out, they're like, oh, happy birthday. Right. Yeah. right. And
0: that was, was, was yeah. the,
1: the guest on my show said happy birthday. And then, of course, they all came in, you know, one yeah. by one. They came into the room that I was in, you know, wishing <laughs> me a happy birthday. Yeah, I totally get that. And, you know, it's fine. I, yeah. I don't really like you. I don't expect yeah. it. Don't expect and it's it. just nice when it happens. Um, but, you know, you grew up. My brother doesn't even remember my birthday. Same. Same. So I Nor can't expect my coworkers to do that.
0: Yeah. I'm lucky my dad remembers my birthday. <laughs> right? at this point. Well, Sophia, from me to you, I know we kind of opened up the show with this, but Thank you for your contribution to policing. Um, I love that you said it. Just, I love that you are so eager to get your face out there, your voice out there saying, you know, to all of the the young little girls that look like you, that talk like you, that act like you, and that they can know that they can be you and do what you do. I think that's just so admirable of you. So hats off to you and all of your fellow female colleagues in, in the line of work that you do, because I can tell you right now. I would never do
1: it. I could never do it. Well, so. thank you. I appreciate it. And Girl Cops Rock. So. That's right. Hashtag girl, yes. girl Cops Rock. I have used that hashtag before. I yes. like
0: it. I like it. Well, next week, um, I'm really anxious to dive into some of the content that we have on tap. Um, it's been a lot that I've been talking about. I'm, uh, Uh, In my daily radio program that I host here on this radio station, I'm just kind of soft on crime policies in general. I really want to hone in on Illinois, getting rid of the cash bail system. I kind of think that that funnels into that. So we've, we've just got a ton to talk about. So I can't wait for next week. In the meantime, if you've missed any previous episodes of Unholstered, you can download us anywhere you download a podcast. Just search for Unholstered. Thanks for listening to Unholstered. Be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen. And remember, you can listen every Saturday morning at 1030 on WoWo 1190 and 1075 FM.
1: Podcasts by Federated Media.